Welcome to Dance to Heal. I'm your host, Jenny C. Cohen. Join me as I share stories of how dance and movement can bring healing in a way that is safe and tailored to your life. I'm a cancer survivor, mother of two, and an award-winning performer who found that movement was vital to my recovery. I created Dance to Heal Wellness and also authored the best-selling book, Outside in Recovery, Dancing My Way Back to Myself After Breast Cancer. I will bring new techniques to help you on your dance journey and healing path. Are you ready to move? Dance to Heal starts now. With over 30 years experience, Jelena is known for her global influence as a soloist, creator, and producer of multiple companies such as Jelena's Sahlala Dancers Company, Belly Dance Evolution, and Jelena's BDX Experience. In addition to the previous role of artistic director and main choreographer for Belly Dance Superstars, Jelena has also performed on Dancing with the Stars and supported over 300 dance studios and teachers with the program Hashtag Together We Move in 2020. She continues to find deep reward in sharing the art of belly dance through coaching, teaching, choreography, and productions. Jelena's home and introduce you to, officially to Jelena. Hello. I, I should say aloha. Welcome to Maui. This is uh, the backyard. So come visit me. I'm always excited when friends come to the island. Yes. And I always tell them, come over. I'm going to spoil you. I'm going to create a beautiful, healthy, delicious lunch for you today. And we'll sit here and just yeah. enjoy time together. Yeah. Yeah. So this is actually the location of Jelena's Maui retreats. Yeah, Maui dance retreats. Yeah, do yeah. you have any coming up at all this coming winter? I have January. Uh, so we do one in January, and then we have a second one in February, March. So I do two a year, and I do it during whale season because that's what's really unique about Maui. It's a whale sanctuary. About 13,000 humpback whales come passing right through there. You can see the blowholes, and it's, it's a really special location. And it's, it's a very intimate setting because it's only 10 of us. Ten of us. We share all our meals together here. I do a lot of the cooking. I take pride in that. I love it. I will spoil you. Uh, there's a cold plunge over there. There's a sauna. There's a jacuzzi. There's a swimming pool. And we we just spend a lot of intimate time together. So it's what's unique about that one specifically. It's because I, it's artist development. So I give personal feedback coaching on each individual artist. So they come and present a piece. We also work on a lot of technique and choreography that I share. But we Excellent. also do yoga, overlooking the yeah. ocean. We have, yeah, it's really like a healing type of scenario. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. So we're going to put a link down here in the bottom of the screen for you to check it out. It sells out really fast, so make sure you get on it and get on Jelena's uh, email list, okay? All right, Jelena, give us a scoop. 
like, who is Jelena? Because I have some <laughs> of my members who are, they don't know you're so famous in our dance circles. But someone who's brand new to dance, because I'm, I'm hitting some of you now. Who are you? I'm just, I'm just the girl next door. You know, I, when, I, when I teach, or I, you know, I was just teaching in Rome recently, and I was looking out at over 100 students in front of me, and I always feel like I'm that person. I'm just that hungry dancer that just keeps wanting to learn and grow, and I don't see myself as this famous person. I just mm -hmm. see myself as this hungry dancer and hungry, hungry for knowledge and hunger for growth. Um, I think the thing that has kept me around for over 30 years in mm -hmm. the belly dance community, mm -hmm. teaching, producing, directing, um, and all of those, you know, all of those things, facilitating retreats is consistency, mm -hmm. being consistent, consistently showing up. And, um, you know, it's not always perfect, but I'm consistent of, of showing up. And if I make a promise that I'm going to be there, I'm consistently showing up and being there and being on time. And that's kind of, who I am as an artist is is somebody who continues to be hungry for growth. Yes. So speaking of growth, yeah. will you share with us the role of dance in your life, how it was first introduced, how it's evolved, what it is now for you? Well, the name of my company is Evolution. <laughs> So, we didn't plan that. Heads. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but you do it. You do it. It's like an instinctual thing. So, yeah. evolution, and I love that you say evolve because as as human beings were evolving, as artists were evolving, as a dancer, I'm evolving. I'm constantly evolving. So, I, I got into dance uh, not as a not as a young child. I wasn't like dancing from three years old. So, I was. Mm -hmm. I, you would call me late. I kind of got into my like my teens, and then late teens, and then I took it a lot more serious in my twenties. Um, and just got obsessed with it, got really, really obsessed with it. So I started with like sort of jazz and contemporary and hip hop. Then I, then I found belly dance and it was love at first shimmy. Mm -hmm. I always say that mm -hmm. I traveled to Egypt. I dove very deep into that and really dove deep into the training, trained really, really hard and then worked really hard. And I would just kind of have that, um, balance of taking what I learned, applying it, going back and applying it. And I just had that cycle for a long time. And it helped me to grow really fast uh, in the community. And then over the years, and I became a director and a choreographer, and I started my Sahlala dance company. Yes. And then I joined Belly Dance Superstars, and I was the artistic director and main choreographer. There was a lot of other choreographers there. Uh, toured as one of the performers. What a great, exciting, incredible experience. Challenging, lots of lots of crazy That's challenges. That's how I met her. What she's doing? Back in the day. In Boston. So yeah, that's right in Boston, and you know, reflecting back on that, it's like God, I've really evolved a lot. So looking back through that, then I started Belly Dance Evolution, mm -hmm. and from that, I grew into the BD experience, which is very exciting for me because it's really creating new opportunities and I just go in as a director mm -hmm. and I just give all my time and energy to yes, elevating other dancers as a coach as a director and it's really it's really something that I'm, I'm proud of I have to say so coming from the, the baby belly dancer uh, into the teacher role and one thing I will say is that back in the day I think I told you this story but you know, when I used to do across the floor, like if you've ever done, you know, jazz or contemporary, there was across the floor, you know, pas de beret, pas de beret, chenet, chenet, jete, and all of that. I would literally panic because I was the worst one in class. I couldn't do it. I wasn't capable. I didn't have good technique. I would, I would have like flooding tears mm -hmm. coming across. 
and I would just cry my way across the floor, but I did it. I kept doing it. I kept showing up. I was always literally the worst one in class, but I did it consistently. So if you told me, if you told that dancer, Jelena, so many years ago that I would become a teacher and a coach mm -hmm. and a director, mm -hmm. I, I don't think I would have believed it. So I, I think, I think what I want to say about that is follow your dreams, follow your passion. If you have a hunger for something and you have like a passion that you're able to dedicate to a craft, go for it because, yes. you know, I feel like I'm living proof that, that dreams do come true. Yes, yes. And I do want to also make sure that our audience understands Jelena is also a phenomenally inspiring and moving performance artist. Oh, thank you. So how has that changed your performance aspect of this job? Because uh, I'd like, you know, we yeah. if you go and follow her on YouTube and find all the videos of Jelena, you're going to see how she shifted and changed and morphed. Because, like, now these days, all she has to do is walk on stage, do one little move, and those of us who know her, even those of us who don't know you, we are moved. What has shifted? It's, it's been different. Uh, it's something it's, shifted. You know, maturity. Yeah. Maturity, like that, that emotional connection to the movement. So reflecting back on the baby belly dancer, you know, I didn't have a lot of great technique. I always had a lot of charisma. Um, yeah, so I'd get out there and I was very enthusiastic. But I, I really put the time in and put the work in. So like one of my mentors, Sahara Saida, mm -hmm. is... You know, she kind of describes that really well. It's like you can't really get into that state of emotional connection yes. and, and deep, like, you know, sharing that until you build that really strong technique that you're not, you're not in your head thinking about. And it's in your body and you built that muscle memory and you built that myelin in your brain yeah. that it just, it flows through you that then you can really start connecting emotionally to that. And then using your life experiences. That's big. That's big. Because That's my big. first teacher, when I was a baby dancer, would say to me, you don't have a story to tell until you're in your forties, mm. which is not to say we don't yeah. have some phenomenal younger dancers. Absolutely. Yeah. And yet at the same time, someone who, cause I'll be 55 in July. Mm. Right. So like it's a different movement energy yeah when someone True. who's seen life has danced versus even if they're beginner dancers yeah technically they move I think, differently i think it's an important topic with our community is ageism and what, how that relates to what we do uh who we're hiring who we're seeking after and one thing that's interesting like Oh, my God, the other day, even in the last Belly Dance Evolution production, mm -hmm. I had a dancer who was 22 in the cast. I had a dancer that was, I think, 57. So mm -hmm. it's a mm -hmm. wide yes. range, range. And I think it's important for us to also, you know, not discredit those younger dancers because they, okay. have, they have a story. They have athleticism. They have something unique to bring to the stage, to bring to the oh, art. Of course. And then those, maybe those older dancers, they have maybe a more of that rich depth yes. to their story, right? So when you're, when, as a producer, as a director, it's like I have this, all these, all these different oh, parts. Yeah. And I like to bring someone as like, oh, yeah, when we have this, like, you know, this, the, the flying fan veils, I want to have someone, like, maybe a little more athletic there. And when I have a slow toxim or um kalsum, I might pull out the ma more mature yeah. dancer for that. So both have to have the technical, you know, ability. right. But it's interesting to see how that's evolved. And I feel like I'm able to tap into that more. And being confident and secure in myself. I used to start to get 
couple of years ago, I was getting insecure about aging and feeling like, mm, do I still have it? What the hell? What the hell am I doing here? <laughs> you know, right before you go on stage and like the freak out thing. And then just realizing like, okay, I'm asking myself, have I done the work? Have I put the time in? Have I rehearsed this presentation as, you know, is this, is this really prepared? So that's something that always gives me confidence is putting the time in and preparing it mm. um, and knowing that I have something to share when I get to the stage. Mm. Am I going to be doing like, you know, like the spins and the Turkish drops? Probably not. not well, not this year. I don't know what's going to happen next year. Anything could happen. I got my splits back, by the way. It was very exciting. <laughs> that's very exciting because I lost it for a couple of years. Somebody <laughs> stole it in the middle of the night. <laughs> Have you lost your splits? Oh, girl. They come and go, but you know what? If you keep working at it, so I started my yoga practice and I started like doing something consistently daily. Mm -hmm. Like I have a 15 minute practice that I do every Mm -hmm, single day, mm -hmm, non negotiable. mm -hmm. Boom. See, here's the key though. Yeah, that whole practice thing, because in our previous episodes, we talk about having some form of movement that gets you in your body. In your body. This is basically what you've been doing. Yeah, I get on the mat and it's non-negotiable. So especially living here, it's like I just I get up really early Mm -hmm. because I like to live with the sun. Mm -hmm. I get up really early. I get on my mat. I do my my uh, my my yoga practice. I do a meditation and then I get in the sauna Mm -hmm. and the cold plunge. Yeah. So I do like a physical thing there. And then after that, not every day, but then maybe I'll add like a weightlifting or a cardio I'll go hiking for, for more of my cardio. I like to be outside. Mm -hmm. So, but doing something consistently at least five days a week can make transformational changes. And, you know, everybody is like, oh, I'm so busy, busy, busy. Everyone's walking around with their busy trophy. But it's like, really? You don't have 10 or 15 minutes? Are you a surgeon? Yeah. Uh, You know, I'm a a dancer. Like, everybody calm down. That's what I want to say. I know. I know. That's simple. Uh, Some of my clients, I'm like, can you just do energy clearing five minutes a day? I don't have to. Five minutes. You're on your phone longer than that. Yeah. On average, per hour. Forget about per day. Yeah. Per hour, you're longer yeah. than that. So why would we not deserve that for right. ourselves? Just even that check-in daily. Okay, next question. Yes. If a person who sees you on stage is yeah. so enthralled and they want to take classes, what do you suggest they do? You know, having an in-person teacher is incredibly valuable. So also what we discovered through COVID, through this, like, terrible situation is now we have access to the whole world Mm -hmm. so there's all kinds of online opportunities i've taken advantage of that certainly and trained with with people that i've always dreamed of training with and i've connected with students from 15 or 20 years ago that have come back into my life and we train together online so i do think that also having an in-person teacher is incredibly valuable so find somebody local something that that you can do consistently that's not a two-hour drive, you know, mm-hmm. if, you, yeah. if you can find that in your area and a couple times a week or even if it's once a week and then do take an opportunity for the online training because yeah. there's a lot of good stuff out there. And I think having consistent training and a consistent practice will get results. If oh, you do yeah. it once a week, you're probably not going to get the results. Right. And I right. would say at least three times a week, an hour and a half would be like kind of almost the minimal if you really want to start to see progress. Mm. Right. So I think it's every dancer is different and every, I'm sure Jenny, you've heard this a thousand times. Well, how long until like, I'm going to be able to learn to dance or learn to do a certain practice. It's like every 
human Every, is different. Everyone's different. And, and here's the thing, you know, I brought Jelena on to explain the perspective of someone whose living is dance and dance performance and dance production. And this is one side of this extreme, right? right. Some of us watching this video, they're like, I don't even want to dance. I'm like, well, you know, move <laughs> to the sound of birdsong. I don't really care what you do as long as you're moving because yeah. you pull yourself out of your stress responses and you pull yourself in your present. My thing is um, the movement and the classes, I love what Jean-Lene and what you're saying. You've got to get into class. That's the community that right. builds the energy for you. And being and, in, and, and like I love that you brought in community because yes. that, that is what keeps me showing up yes. every time. Yes. Yeah. Do you have an online community they could join or they wanted to I do. Out? I have a monthly meetup. It's a hip circle community, and I started it over two years ago. So once you're a member, you have access to all of the archives. Like I would be incredibly impressed if somebody could join now and actually take all the classes. Because it's a lot of content there. And I, and I dive deep into a specific topic every month. Mm -hmm. So whether it's folklore or the classics or layering or drum solo or props or uh, ageism or just different topics. Okay. Like I, I, I want to go like deep in a topic that I, I, you know, sometimes I have guest teachers too. So I bring in people who are specialists at certain things. Yeah. So I love the monthly meetup. We meet 30 minutes early for circle time because that's, you know, I love my circle time. And I, you know, scratch your own itch, if you will. I love being in a circle and having a discussion and talking to dancers from around the world with different perspectives and just sharing an, an antidote, if you will. But that's kind of also the, the very special thing for me. So mm -hmm. we circle up and then we do a 90-minute class and then it's recorded and it's archived forever. Oh, so it's yeah. pretty special with that. But yeah. um, community, that's why it's called the Hip Circle Community. Yes, yeah. yes. Being in this post-Panini time, <laughs> I call it Panini. It's just because people, because, you know, there's so much heartache wrapped up in that yeah. word pandemic and COVID and yeah. lockdown. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and I'm not making fun of it. I just want right. to pullback has going into more neurolinguistic programming. We talk about finding a middle ground right. by pulling back. We chunk up a little bit and everyone sees it has the panini. I'm sorry. It is true. I love, I love the hip circle. So join us sometime. Okay. Because we do need community yeah. and why, who wouldn't want to be in a hip circle with Jelena? Stop it. Like, stop it. Yeah. And of course I'll meet you at her Malibu retreat. Okay. Cause I'm sorry. Maui. Oh, that was your old one. That was a yeah, that's right. That was also was oceanfront. We're just on the other side of the ocean. Yeah. We're, like we're looking at Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I said, I've said that many a times. Oops. It's Maui. It's Maui. It's, it's Maui. an upgrade. It's 2.0. I know it's 2.0 retreats, <laughs> right? So we're going to end on one last thing. Yes. Um, what is one? Can I come back to the, yes. to the panini? Yeah. I like that is, you know, I think that it it was a big shift in our community, yes. and as a dancer, as an artist, is is something that I um, that I tried to kind of reach for. It mm -hmm. was that there was a big change happening, and instead of just like getting into survival mode, it's like here's an opportunity to transform. Yes. It transformed a lot of us. Like I feel like I've transformed as an instructor. I. For, for the entire time, I didn't perform, mm -hmm. and I, all I did was teach, and I dove deep into that, and mm -hmm. I thought, this is beautiful how much I loved it. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much I loved it. So I think with that perspective is when, when those situations come up, hopefully not another panini, but 
you know, how can we use change to transform instead of just survive through it? So I think looking at it as a positive, as a transformational opportunity, mm -hmm. it's an opportunity to grow, to learn. Yes. I feel like I grew, grew more in the last couple of years than I have uh, in the last 10 years. Oh, I love yeah. that. We're going to end on that. So remember, we've, you've heard me talk about this, and I'm going to reiterate. Change, which is movement, will get you out of your fight-or-flight yes. response. And remember, the fight-or-flight is either fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. We're all in one of those when we are triggered, and sometimes we don't know. Yeah. And movement will help you change and get out of those responses. I think you've, you've been saying movement, and I think the word dance scares people, a lot of people who don't I dance. Do. Yeah. And that's why I think the word movement is really powerful, and I'm so glad that you're using the word movement because... You know, I always say if you, you know, I don't, oh, I don't know how to dance. When I say the word, oh, I don't know how to dance. Yeah. And, I, and I ask them, can you walk? That's it. Yeah. 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 That's if you it. can walk, you are literally dancing. If you're, move, you're in your body, if yeah. you're just moving through it. And I think there's too much fear associated with the word dance. So I love that you're using the Thank word you. movement. And I, I gravitate towards that, too, when I want to kind of open up that door and get people to move and get in their body. So thank it's you true. for sharing Yes, that. yes. I, my podcast is called Dance to Heal. I love my that. tagline is, are you ready to move? Are you ready to move? Because that's the bottom line, right? Yeah. When we're in some type of stress response, we're not moving. At least not when we're, we're, flight is one of the stress responses. And at the same time, it's not growth. Right. It's moving away from it because we're trying to get out of danger. Right. And right. we're really not in danger anymore, world. Yeah. We're not. We're not. We are fine. We are present here. Yeah. You're here in Maui. Yeah. <laughs> Feel the aloha. Yeah. Feel the aloha. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jenny. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Aloha. Thanks for listening to Dance to Heal with Jenny C. Cohen. Come back next time to hear stories of recovery through movement and learn more ways that you can move your body. To work with me and continue your journey, visit OutsideInRecovery.com. Are you ready to move?